0: the nation.
1: to you, you were always waiting, with a heart that understands before I turn to you, when I turn to you, when I turn to you, dear Lord, I know. the faults I see, and I learn from you, you are always merciful, though I remember
0: you call me out upon
2: rain his holy spirit has been here since early service this morning and the sunday school hour then and now our mid morning service don't you think it's wonderful that we're blessed like we are yes. that we have a good church and the spirit of the lord moves and that we have freedom And we're able to get up and out of bed, even though you wanted to sleep in, you got up and chose the better thing and came to God's house. And we're glad that you're here today. Thank you for coming. I know some of you've had a a week of sickness and the Lord's touched you and you come because you want to thank him and praise him for what he's done. And some of you've been so blessed. We thank you. We just had such a Wonderful early service and then this Sunday school hour. God is so real when, we, when he meets with his people. I wanted to remind you of what the Lord said to us on that 100th celebration that we had in the morning service. I found it and I read it over and over and over. And it's so beautiful. I want to remind you what he said to us that morning. For I have spoken to you my word. Be sure that I will fulfill my promises. Look to the heavens, my children, for I am a God very close to your heart, and I am soon coming. Trust in me and lean not upon the arm of flesh. Trust in my ways, for I will see you through to the victory you sing about, you preach about, and you plan for. I am your God. Worship me. He really wants our worship. And we have come to do that, haven't we? Welcome this morning. Praise God. Thank you for coming this morning. We're so glad you're here. And we want to uh, uh, just remind you about the wonderful service that we're going to have this morning and tonight. And then through the week, we'll have a lot of things going on, too. And we're getting ready for the holidays. But remember that we want to always put God first in all that we say and do. And we want you to remember there's a bake sale out out in the foyer for the Home for Children and our Widows Ministries that we help support in Cleveland. So you might want to get something sweet to take home. And if you got a companion, be sure and take them home because they're the sweetest things you own. Isn't that right, Amelia? Yeah. God bless you for being here this morning. If you're new and this is your first time, maybe I might just ask you to be seated. All those that this is your first time to be here or this you're new and you haven't been here very often, And then you can look around and find where all of our beautiful guests are now. And you can shake hands with them and greet them. So as we get out in the aisles and shake hands and greet those that are around us, let's just say God bless you to somebody. Thank you. One, two, three, four, one.
3: Stir up the gift You're placing my heart Stir up the gift Stir up the gift
4: you ever just want to be that one that says, just lay your hand on me, lay
5: your hand on me,
4: oh, stir, stir up me. the gift,
5: stir up the
4: gift, lay your
3: hand on me, lay, lay your, your hand, hand on, on me. me, oh, stir up oh, the gift, stir come up on and the touch gift. me, touch me, oh Lord.
4: How many want stir the touch of God on gift. your life and on your family? Why don't you lift up that other hand right now and just ask gift. him to touch you right where stir you are today. Stir up the gift, Lord.
3: Lay your hand on me, Lord. Stir up the gift. Up I will I never be gift. afraid. Never will. I be. Never should I be. Never should. Never should I be. Never should I be afraid.
4: Stir up the gift. Come on and give him praise this morning. Hallelujah. He is worthy of our praise. He is the awesome, omnipotent,
3: almighty God. Hallelujah.
4: Glory. Praise God. No matter where you are in your life, no matter what's going on, come on now, say amen. You can trust God. Yeah. Bible says, trust in the Lord. Turn to someone and say, say, amen, he's preaching to you. Trevor, I'm preaching to you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. How many of you know sometimes our thoughts can get in the way? Lean not to your own understanding. But in all of your ways, just some of the ways, just some the good times. Doesn't the psalmist say in in the scripture, in the good times and in the bad times, do the same. Praise the name of the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Man, that's a sure principle for success this morning. Amen. Amen. I want to recognize just a couple, of, you can be seated. Recognize a couple of folks who are back with us today, have been out for a little while. Brother Don Hale went through just a, an unexpected physical crisis and challenge, but I want you to know through the power of God and prayer. Don Hale is in the building this morning sitting right back there Don we love you we love you we're praying for you we know God is every day helping you to be stronger. another lady I mean this is the day this is a good day everybody say it's a good day it's a good day she had to step out of services for a long time all through this fall and, and summer, and she has been recuperating from surgery. Sister Sylvia Gillespie has walked back in the house today. Sylvia, stand up. Stand up and show them that you're back and you're here. We're glad to see you this morning. And I look back, and I see by that door, in his usher jacket, Mr. Troy Flannery, who is here in the house today. We've been missing you, Brother Troy, and so glad you're back today in the house. Amen all the glory and honor to god great things that he has done we depend on the lord thank you you know how we do a whole lot better when we're interactive there you go i used to tell them sister Teresa, that if they'll amen a lot i'll end earlier that's the way we work it here just want to appreciate all of you and also there's just so much to say right now i want to want to say it in a way that's appropriate and right. And first of all, I just want to say, Melissa, we love you. I'm so glad you're in God's house this morning. There's no way for us, all of us feel the hurt and the pain that you and the boys are feeling. And I'm so glad you're here today because we want to wrap our arms of love around you. We want you to know we're here for you. We are your church family. If you don't know Brother Danny, Beckett, sweetest, one of the kindest, gentlest spirits I've ever known. Just this last Sunday was down here, and he wanted prayer and needed prayer. And, and when we prayed for him, he turned around and laid his hands on me and started praying for me. That's, that's Danny. He was my friend. He was your friend. And Danny is now scouting out the streets of glory this morning ahead of us getting things ready. It seems only right with all that he's been through physically that he gets to be there before we do. But Danny is in heaven today, and we want to pray for the family. He's got two little boys, and beautiful wife, Melissa, who's here today. She told me yesterday, as we were just in shock over everything, she said, Pastor, we'll be in church tomorrow. She goes, I don't know what else I'd do be in church. So, we're going to pray for you. As a matter of fact, I'd like some ladies filled with the Spirit of God and filled with the heart of God to step out where you are and just meet her. We're going to pray for her in just a moment, but I want us to also pray for the Williams family, the, the layman family. As you know, Nancy Williams also has broken, it's broken our hearts that Nancy unexpectedly the other day went on to be with the Lord. Now, you wouldn't know Nancy. Nancy was quiet as a mouse, she was faithful. She served in our nursery, taking care of our little babies in this church for 55 years. Get this, at 38 years of uninterrupted, perfect attendance on Sunday. Isn't that awesome? Amen. When I saw her in the hospital a few days ago, she. We told her she needed to get back to the nursery, that the babies needed her. But obviously the babies in heaven are needing her as well. She's there. So let's pray for the Williams family and all these. Would you stand with me while we pray together over this? And then we're going to also pray for the state of Israel in this prayer. As we pray for Israel, we lift them up, God's people, and ask him to touch them as well as our own country because we need prayer. Can anybody agree and say amen there? Let's pray for these families. How many of you would say, Pastor, we have a need in my family, and I want God to meet that today in prayer. Father, as we come before you, we come as a church family. We ask you to touch Melissa, Gabe, and Nate. Lord, we ask you to minister to the hurt in their hearts, to touch them with the comfort of the Holy Spirit, to be with them. God, they don't know what step to take next. The Lord, we as their church family will be right there with them. We're asking you to touch their hearts and comfort them and be with them. Strength that is beyond their own comprehension. You said peace that surpasses all understanding. We ask you to be that strength for them, especially over the difficult days that lie ahead. We pray for them in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray for the Williams family that you would just touch them. And Lord, we ask you to send both. To Danny and to Nancy greetings from home for we know they stand right now healthy whole and tall in your presence tell them that we'll see them in a little while but in the meantime father take care of these families lead us as a church to be comfort and to be family to them we ask your grace and love to guide and direct our steps as we love them during this difficult time and Lord we pray that you will touch Israel for there are many hurting in israel and lord there's much loss that occurs on a daily basis there we pray for your people we pray in the name of jesus you would protect her borders and keep her for lord we follow the admonition of your word to pray for the peace of jerusalem and to seek the good of israel lord you said in your word that you would bless those that bless israel and so lord we come alongside of your heart and your desire to bless your people we pray over them that in every way they would know the blessings and the strength and the deliverance of God. And Lord, while we're praying, we pray for the United States of America and lift them up. Ask you to minister, Lord, to those who are fighting for us. Those, Lord, who are constantly uh, in the battles that keep our country free. I pray that you would touch our leaders and minister, God, in wisdom wisdom. Let your will be accomplished and done as, Lord, we commit and submit ourselves to you. May the church rise up and be the right voice in this day and hour, Lord, where you have told us to stand. And, Lord, we desire to please you in all that we do. Bless this country. Bless your people all over the world. Protect those who are under. All kinds of attack and those who are under persecution. The family of God. Christians hiding in caves and mountains all around the world. Lay your hand of protection on them. Provide for them a way out and a way of escape. We ask your grace and your love to be with them all. As we pray this all in the name that is above every name. The name of Jesus Christ. And everyone agreed and said amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. In the same vein, I would also like... I would also, did I hear this right? Someone sent me a note saying that all of Nancy's family's here today. Are you here? Guys, are you here? Where are they? All of you stand up this morning. We absolutely love you. And our hearts are broken for the beautiful sweet Nancy, who is now Nanny, who is walking streets of gold. We're praying for you and we love you so much. We honor you today. Thank you for being here. It'll be a rough couple of weeks for us as a church. I got to admit, I was pretty sad over the weekend. But you know, we're here today and we have the hope. The Bible says we don't sorrow like the world sorrows. We don't sorrow like people who have no hope. How many of you know that we believe in Psalm 23 that says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. We know that the Lord escorts us right into our reward. For those who are faithful, it's nothing but a promise. Nancy is happy today. She's dancing. She's finding out where all the babies are. And Danny is breathing deep for the first time in a long time. He's seeing things that we only dream about. He knows more, Danny knows more about heaven. Nancy knows more about heaven than this preacher or any other preacher in this house they're there amen let's pray for these families but also want to recognize and honor today would be the sunday before veterans day and i think it's correct and right that we always take time in our service to make sure we appreciate those who put their life on the line for when you sign up and you enlist. You say that you're going to defend our country no matter where it takes you. You are literally signing on the dotted line that says you're willing to lay your life down. So we want to honor you. I want to read a scripture because as I was reading and studying, I found this and I thought, this has probably been prayed on so many battlefields. This scripture has probably been read in more of those those places where the, the enemy was right beyond the line on the front line how many times has people read the scripture and held on to it as the mortar shells and the gunshots were flying across those lines second samuel 22 and verse 2 says and he said the lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer the god of my strength in whom i will trust my shield and the horn of my salvation My stronghold and my refuge, my savior, you saved me from violence. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. When the waves of death surround me, the floods of ungodliness make me afraid. The sorrows of Sheol surround me and the snares of death confront me. In my distress, I call upon the Lord and cry out to my God and he hears my voice from his temple, and my cry enters his ears. Can you say amen? How many men and women through generations in wars and battles have read those words and they were a comfort to their hearts? I want you, if you served in the military in any way, if you served in any of the forces that that protect our country, I want you to stand this morning. We want to take a moment to recognize you for your service. is me. Thank you. Thank you for your service. As our ushers are coming to prepare to serve you, this is your opportunity. An opportunity for you to be used in the kingdom work. The Sister Teresa Norman is ministering all over the country and being called. She's been out to Alaska and done. I've already heard about that conference and those that preaching she did. She's been here. If you remember, she was with us on Mother's Day and so many of you Complimented her for months. I heard about how wonderful that Mother's Day service was So we invited her back. She's come into this weekend. The Ladies have been in conference with her and boy the testimonies have been unbelievable Heard some at the 830 service that just touched our hearts People lives were changed from this weekend and thank you to all the ladies who were a part of this conference But if you weren't able to be there, it's all right. We asked her to stay over And she's here with us today, already brought the house down at 8.30 with an on-time message. She came prepared with a message, and she'll share this. I won't take this away from her to explain, but she ended up this morning early. Uh, God changed that and gave her a a fresh, brand-new word for us. And so she had to scramble around to try to get that all ready and, and have it by this morning. So I'm excited and can't wait to hear it. I already took a whole page of notes at 8.30, and I'm on round two but this is your opportunity to bless her. I believe that it's right for us to always honor those that deserve honor. And when someone comes all the way from the great state of Tennessee and they come to minister to our congregation, it's our responsibility to bless them. Can I hear an amen? Amen. So thank you for helping make sure we not only just give an offering, but we we meet a need. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 5 says, Therefore, I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren, Paul saying, to go to you ahead of time and prepare your generous gift beforehand. which you had previously promised that it may be ready as a matter of generosity and not as a grudging op- obligation. But this I say, powerful words right here. He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Let that sink in. He who sows sparingly, promise, equal sign, will reap sparingly. He who sows bountifully, God says in his word, will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you having always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. Wow. Do you hear what that's saying? How many of you know God wants you to have more than you need? I'll say it again. Brother Virgil, this is something you believe in. I know you. He wants us to have more than we need. So that the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of the work of God can go forth. So if you're grudging this morning, keep it. Somebody says, preacher, you ought not to say that. No. If it makes you upset, if you you feel obligation, you feel grudge, that that dollar that you give is not going to be blessed anyhow. So you keep it. You go to McDonald's and you get you an ice cream sundae on your lunch. But if you believe God's word, if you believe what he says, and you have faith that a move a mountain, you surely have the faith to believe that God's going to bless and meet every need you have and more abundantly, bountifully bless you for your gifts. Father, we come ready to give. We come ready to bless. Lord, we've come with our tithe. We've come with our missions. We've come, Lord, to give today to our special guest. And we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we sow bountifully, Lord, that not only the ministry will reap bountifully, but we, our family, our needs will be met by your sufficiency bountifully. We honor your word this morning and give because we trust in God. You are the author and the finisher of our faith in jesus name we pray amen
5: Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. Lord, make me a house. Make me a house of prayer. Lord, make me a house. Make me a house. of house of prayer. Would you just sing that with me? Lord, make me a house. Make me a house of prayer. Well, we praise you, Lord. We glorify your name. Lord, make me a house. Make me a house of prayer. Fire may the fire on my altar never burn out fire on my altar never burn out. Lift your hands and give him praise. You are worthy, you are worthy, you are yes only, you are worthy, you are worthy, you are
3: worthy, you are are yes only, you are worthy. You are worthy, you are worthy, you are yes, only you are worthy, you are worthy too. Yes, only you are worthy. Faithful teacher, promise keeper, Savior. Yes, only you are worthy. Shepherd, father, my strong tower, comfort. Yes, only you are worthy. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be
5: You are worthy.
4: Halfway, let's give him king of kings lord of lords all the praise hallelujah. hallelujah I got a picture in my mind and in my head of us standing around the throne the angels of the Lord stepping aside and them calling for the redeemed the the chosen bride of Christ to come center stage right there at the front and I can hear us singing it again excellent incredible in immol- my infallible He is worthy of all the praise. Amen. Pardon me if I get a little excited. I'd much rather be excited about my future with God than I would be my future in this life. Praise God. Praise God. You don't know how far down he had to come to find me. And when he found me, he brought me up and he set my feet on a solid rock. And I have been given the gift of life. How many of you have that gift of life this morning? You are the redeemed. The Bible says you are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. A peculiar people. You stand out different than everybody else. The Holy Ghost is here this morning. Won't you one more time just help me? Let's lift our hands to God and praise Him. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We honor you, Lord. There'll be no rock cry out for me this morning, Lord. I
3: praise you. I worship you! I magnify you, Lord!
4: Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Why don't you right now just put your hand on your heart? Put your hand. If you got any problem at all, this is not a church working up something. God wants to heal and touch and bless in this house right now. If you have any need whatsoever, I want you to place your hand on your heart. And I want you to begin to just give that need to the Lord. Right here in this house, I'm believing for healing. I'm believing for deliverance. Some of you need provision. You need God to help you to know what to do. You need wisdom. Some of you need a family put back together. You've got to have restoration with your marriage or with your kids. Nobody else can do anything. No one else has been able to do anything. But right now, the Spirit of God can supernaturally intervene and touch. Mm. For I am here in great power, says the Lord. I am that I am. I am the God of your deliverance. Trust and know that I am here today and I will deliver you, says the Lord. You have looked unto me. You have wondered in your mind and doubted in your spirit. Do no longer question. Look to me and live. Know that I have the strength that you need. You will leave here, this house, this morning, and you will be empowered, says the Lord. Trust in me. You will not be the same from this moment. I shall change your circumstance. I am a God of great deliverance. Is it not true that I am the God who causes the blossoms in the desert? Is it true, not true, that I am the God who runs rivers in the desert? Look to me now. Look to me now, trust in me and lean hard upon me and I will deliver you says the Lord.
3: We
4: honor you, Holy Spirit. We honor the gifts in operation in the church this morning we don't take that lightly we thank you lord for intervening and speaking on behalf of your spirit and your mind to this congregation to our body we believe lord and we stand with you would you lift your hands and just honor his presence reverently sacredly honor the move of the holy spirit this morning Glory to your name, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for healing in this house today. Some of you are going to do what you couldn't do before. When you came in today, you were limited. You will leave and you will be able to accomplish or do what you could not do before. God said, I will change your circumstance. Some of you need to start looking for it from the moment you leave this house. Lord, we trust in you. We thank you this morning. We honor your presence. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I think that's actually appropriate. Why don't we, one more time, just give the Lord a hand, clap of praise. The Holy Spirit's here today. He will now honor and he will speak through his word. Our guest that is coming, Teresa Norman from Cleveland, Tennessee. She is no stranger to us, as I've already introduced, but we are excited that she has brought a word to us from the Lord. She's come a long way to do it, but we're delighted that she's here with us today, and I know you're going to be blessed. Sister Teresa.
6: Can we just one more time give the Lord a hand clap of praise today? Just one more time. Has he been good to you? Hallelujah. Lord, we just praise you this morning. We praise you, Lord. We invite you again, Holy Spirit, in your presence, as we deliver the word to your people today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Before I start, I want to tell you so much. Thank you for having me back to Stratford Heights Church of God. And listen, do not take this church or this worship service for granted. It is not everywhere I go. Do not take this visitation of the Holy Spirit for granted. It is not everywhere that I go. I'm telling you, do not take the liberty you have to worship Almighty God in song, in praise, because you don't get that everywhere I go. Don't let it pass you by this service, and you not give God the proper praise and honor that he is due. Amen? Amen. He's worthy of our praise today. Father, we praise you. This weekend, I have spent the entire weekend, my birthday weekend, with the women here at this church, and we've talked about rebuilding, I don't know if you're like me, but there have been many times in my life that the storms came in, knocked my house out, (laughs) I thought I was going to collapse, you know, and I had to rebuild again, in the physical realm, in the emotional realm. Financially, I've had to rebuild. I've had to rebuild in the relationship area of my life. And believe it or not, even as a minister of the gospel, I've had to rebuild spiritually, There's just been times that God didn't act like I told him to. How many know what I'm talking about? I told him what to do in my situation, but he didn't do it. And then I got mad at him, okay? I thought, I'll show you a thing or two. But you know what? I've had to rebuild spiritually knowing that my ways are not his ways. And my thoughts are not his thoughts. But I can trust Him 100% of the time. Amen? I'm glad you're here at the 11 o'clock or 1040 service because, you know, I was here earlier at 830. That's when people are just really waking up to the praise of God. And I was just a little bit much for them. I'm just telling you right now. They were looking at me like, hey, I hadn't been awake that long yet, okay? But you're ready to go, right? Amen. Amen. We've studied this weekend about... Nehemiah, we've studied about other people in the Bible and we know this. God has strategically placed you where you need to be to glean the gifts and the talents to be used for his kingdom. We know that Nehemiah, the master builder, the master project manager in the book of Nehemiah, went back and built a wall around the temple of Jerusalem In 52 days. Read that. It's great strategic management if you have a project that needs to be done. But do you know before he did that, God strategically placed him around the king. He was the cupbearer. Some people say the chief cupbearer to the king. So he had access to all the CEOs and all the consultants to the kingdom. And he learned how to do it. And I want to tell you this morning, God has strategically placed you in Middletown, Ohio. He has strategically placed you at Stratford Heights Church of God. And he has a strategic plan for your life, for your family's life, for this church and this community. So do you believe that? I want you to say a big amen if you do. Do you know that Nehemiah, of course, was a cupbearer to the king? He became educated in every area that he would need in order to fulfill this destiny that God had called him to do. Joseph went from a dysfunctional family to from the prison and then to the palace to save an entire nation. Sometimes we don't. Recognize where we are. But listen, God has a plan for your life. Amen? Esther was taken captive only to find favor and love with a king. And she was able to use that to save an entire Jewish nation. Daniel was placed in the lion's den. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were placed in the fiery furnace. David had to slay a giant. What have you faced in your life? What life's experiences have molded you to this point in your life that you're going to be able to take into God's purpose and destiny for you, for your family, for this church, for your community? And for the world. Because he does not waste one moment of our life. Amen? He's a strategic God. I googled the crime rate in Middletown, Ohio. Now, I shocked the early service, so I want to see if you all know this. I googled to see what the crime rate was. If you were in the yellow, that means the crime rate in your city was very low. And if you're all the way in the red, it means it's very high. Do you have any idea, choir, where you rank? You're in the red. Just thought I'd tell you. You're in the red. I measured you against the national average of crime rates in the United States of America, which is 294.7. Middletown, Ohio ranks at 581.5. Who knew that already? Who knew that already? Few of you did know that. In rape, robbery, assaults, and murders, you rank above the national average. What in the world has God placed you here for? What in the world is he thinking? Because, you know, you could be in Tennessee and have this accent right here. But he's placed you in Middletown, Ohio for a purpose. Do you believe that? And in the middle of all of this, I've said, Lord, what do you want me to tell these people about spiritually rebuilding their lives? You know, the pastor's already said it today that when you give and when you sow and when you're in his presence, you know all of those building uh, plans that we have for our spiritual life. But let me tell you what I found right in the Word of God that will tell you how you can impact your city your church, and the state of Ohio, and you can take them off of the list that they're on now on google.com, okay? And it, you can find it in Second Chronicles 7, verse 14. I'm going to read it to you. If my people, and I'm going to add, at the Stratford Heights Church of God, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins, and I will heal their land. Some of you better be thrilled about that, that you get a purpose and a destiny in God's purpose for Middletown, Ohio. And in the middle of all of this, I find out That he has recently given you, laid it in your lap at no charge, the Clayton Street Mission. Some of you should be running around the building about right now. That he has given you that place to do ministry in and out of this city. I've learned since I've been here, there's great drug population there. Prostitution in that area. You know what I say? If there's great sin abounding there, guess what else is abounding there? Grace, the grace of God, and guess who's going to take it to the great, the grace of God to them? Stratford Heights Church of God. Do you not love that? Amen. Hallelujah. He chose you. He chose you to show them grace at the Clayton Street Mission. And he wants you to step out and trust him. Just trust him. Are you overwhelmed? Like you don't even know where to start, do you? Really and truly. The pastor's got a little board in his office with all the points he wants to do. He's made notes. I'm sure you have. I've talked with Mo and Linda. They just say, oh, this is what I want to do. Sheila wants to do something there. Everybody wants to have a part. But there's some of you saying, my goodness, what in the world can I do? That's why I'm here. I'm going to help you with that. God is looking just for you to be a willing vessel and to trust him when he speaks to you that you obey it. He will equip you, okay? He will equip you if he calls you. Please know that beyond a shadow of a doubt. He wants to spiritually rebuild you. As you pour in the love of Jesus to others. Do you believe that? How are you going to do that? It seems overwhelming, doesn't it? Here's how you do it. One person at a time. One act of kindness at a time. One kind word at a time. One hug at a time. One hot meal at a time. One bed for them to lay their head on at night. That's how you're going to change. Middletown, Ohio is showing acts of kindness and the love of Jesus through the Clayton Street Mission. Do you believe that with your whole heart? Say amen right now if you believe it. You know, I'm a little jealous I don't live closer. Because listen, I'd be all into that. I'd be all into that, and I would drag my family down there, too, and they would be all into it. I am all about wanting to be where Jesus would be if he was walking on this earth. And let me tell y'all something. While he loves your church and it's wonderful and nice, if Jesus were walking on this earth, let me tell you where he would be. Down at the Clayton Street Mission— Telling them about He is the one that can give a drink of water and they will never thirst again. They will never look for another drug. They will never look for another bed to sleep in to get some emotional satisfaction. That He is all they need. And if they would tap into His love, it will change their lives. Amen? Amen. And I want you to be a part of that. Faith and trust is what separates us. Away from everybody else. Believing God and believing what His Word says is true. Do you believe that? Do you believe it all is inspired of God from Genesis to Revelation? Because I do. I believe if He spoke it, that's exactly what's going to happen. Faith distinguishes us. And let me just show you a few of our relatives that it set them apart. The world was called into existence by God's Word. Abel was called righteous because of his offering to God. By faith, Noah built an ark. And listen, it had never rained before. What kind of faith does that take? Abraham said, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm leaving the familiar. I'm going to a land that I've never been before because I believe God. And God credited it to him as righteousness. By faith, Sarah gave birth to a child, and it was way beyond human capabilities for her to bear a child. But let me tell you something. With God, all things are possible. And when he told Abraham, look up in the sky and count the stars, that will be your descendants. Guess what? They were hers too. They were her descendants also because nothing is impossible with God. And you don't know what God is birthing in you if you will just step out and trust Him. I want you to step out and trust Him and give him your time, your talent, and your treasures and see what a difference that you can make in this world. God is looking. For men and women that will hear his voice and obey what he is saying and trust him enough to carry it through. This weekend we studied that in Luke chapter 6. If you want a strong foundational house to stand, whether it be your physical body, your emotions, your relationships, your spiritual well-being, this is how the word of God says, just listen to my word and obey what i say. Then when the storms of life blow in, when you're faced with problems in your life, you won't collapse. The waves will crash against your house, but guess what? You will stand because you have dug deep your foundation in the word of God and trusting him. Amen. No weapon formed against you will prosper because you have dug deep in the Word of God. He wants men and women today in this building to cling to Him, to trust Him with all your heart, to lean not to your own understandings, but in all your ways acknowledge Him and then let Him direct your path. He wants us to read our Word for direction and guidance, and then obey what it says. You know why? Because He is sovereign and He is supreme. There is no power greater than His, and there is no other God. And that would be a good place for you to say, Amen. I don't care what the media would tell us, there is one way to God Almighty, and that is through Jesus Christ, His Son. There is but one way, and it is God Almighty. Everything He does for you, your family, your church, your community is for His glory and your good. Do you know that everyone that has rolled into your life and rolled out, every circumstance that has come in and out of your life, all the hell you've been through, if you don't mind me saying it that way, will serve a kingdom purpose because He's going to turn that around for your good and use it as a testimony for your life. You know, without a test, you don't have a testimony. Without a mess, you don't have a message. Amen? I've got some testimonies. Anybody else in here have testimonies? And I've got some messages because God has brought me through life, and I am so thankful that I have held on to His hand. I want you to say today, Lord, I'm going to trust you with whatever you ask me to do in this life. Because you know what? There's no way you can fail. You know why? Because the Word of God again says, God is love. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it says love never fails. Guess what? If God's love lives inside of you, you can't even fail. Do you love that? I do because I don't like to lose at anything. Okay? And with God on my side, love will never fail. And I'm so thankful. There's no way you will fail. There's no way you will fall, and if you do, He will pick you up. Amen? So if I could just use T.D. Jake's language and tell you this morning, church at Stratford Heights, get get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Because God is about to use you in a supernatural way to change your community, to change your state, and to change people's lives and turn their hearts toward Jesus Christ. Are you thrilled about that? God is about to explode His power and presence on this church and on this congregation. Are you thrilled about that? God is about to explode His presence and His power on you. On this congregation and on this church. Look what God has done over the last year. I don't know everything. I'm not even going to name it for you. You think of it yourself, all the things that God has done for this church in the past year. Think about your own personal life. The things that you've been through in the last year of your life. And see if you can't see the handprint of God in every area of your life. He's going to use that in your life. The good and the bad. He is going to use that. I told them in the earlier service today, um, you know, I have a child that was addicted to drugs and alcohol. He's free now 12 years. Praise God. Praise God. A responsible father, great son. I mean, I just can't ask for any better. But you know, with that, comes a lot of garbage. How many know what I'm talking about? A lot of friends, a wide variety of friends. Let me tell you something. I learned to love those who hadn't had a bath in days. I learned to love those. I'm telling you, put them in my bed at my house that I didn't even know what they were carrying on their bodies, but I was showing the love of God. But listen, I want you to know this. I did not always do it in a pleasing way. I'd say, Jeff, do not be bringing him back here. If you looked at his socks, I don't think they've been washed in like four weeks. You know, I was really complaining about it. Do you know when my Jeff got married? He standed, stood up to uh, toast. You know how you do that at the wedding party? You know what he did? He said something real nice about Jeff, but then you know what he did? He said he thanked them for me, that I had loved him like a mother, that I had counted him as family, that I had prepared meals for him, And loved on him and I thought if you had only known the things that I really said from the beginning but God will use those things to change your life he will use those things to get you ready for ministry in your life listen they will not look like you at the uh, Clayton Street ministry get this those people will not look like you they've not been raised in a home where there's a mom and a dad Or a mom or a dad. Listen, there's some people that are minus both. Do you know what I'm saying to you? They've never had their own bedroom. They've never had a birthday party. Okay, they don't even know what it is to have a dollar in their pocket. Their manners are out the door, I'm telling you. They don't know about routine hygiene. But that's where you're going to step in. That's where you're going to step in. And little by little, you are going to change their lives. By showing them the love of God. And you had better be thrilled to get the opportunity to do that. Because you know why? God could have chosen the church down the street. He could have chosen someone else. But guess what? Tag, you're it. You are it. God has so favored you that he is trusting you with the men and the women and the children at the Clayton Street Mission and for that I want you to give him a hand clap of praise and say Lord I'll do what you call me to do I will do what you call me to do I will serve you faithfully I will love the unlovable I will do everything you've asked me to do and you're gonna serve him with all your heart soul mind and strength amen amen he's looking a people that will just say yes to what he's asking them to do can I tell you one story about Daniel Shadrach Meshach and Abednego could I do that you don't even have to turn there you all know that they were taken captive and then the king said this go out there among them find me the best-looking young boys you can find they've been raised in the royal house You know, they've got some manners. We can teach them if they're bright. They've got wisdom. My Bible says high intellect, okay? That's the kind of people he was looking for. And guess what? Even though they were taken captive into what we would call slavery, okay, God had a plan for their life. So as you know this, they started grooming them. Gave them the best of foods, the best of wines. whining and dining it, we call it, in the 21st century. And do you know that Daniel said, no, that is not our custom. We don't eat that way. We don't drink that way. We don't act that way, you know. Here's the one line that changed my life. It said, Daniel resolved not to defile the God of Israel. He knew his mama and his grandmama had raised him. He knew the precepts of the word. He knew what he had been taught, and he would not. Now, this is a teenager that said, I'm going to draw a line in the sand, and I'm not crossing over on this side. I am not willing to compromise, Pastor Ray. I'm not willing to compromise on my values, okay? so then he said we don't want that kind of food we're just going to eat fruits and vegetables you know this story okay and the, and the guard said oh no i you're gonna have to do like everybody else because if you get sick or you're looking puny you know off with my head probably i'll get the big trouble if you look different and daniel said just try us for 10 days and what happened at the end of that 10 days do you know they were healthier They were healthier. They looked more vibrant and radiant than all of the... Let me tell you something. When you decide that you're not going to compromise on the values of God, that you're not going to compromise on the way you live and the decisions you make, that you're not going to sin no matter what comes into your life, let me tell you something. God will bring you back out, and you'll be shining like pure gold, and the world will recognize that there is something different about your talk. There is something different about your walk. There is something different about your prayer life. So I want to tell you right now, get ready. Get yourself sanctified and pure before the Lord because the world is going to see you for who you are. And you want to be a bright and shining vessel carrying the love of Jesus to the Clayton Street Mission people. Amen? Amen. You want to be that. Do you know that the king, as you know, built a golden image and said, when the music plays, everybody bows. Well, that already made one decision about the food. So now they were going to have to make a decision about bowing down to another god. Now, you'll have to figure out who those other gods are on your own in your life. But you're going to need to give them up. That's all I'm saying. To totally sell out and be all in to what God is calling this church to do, you got to get your priorities in order. Now, I'm just telling you right now. Young people, hear me clearly. Choose God first. God, family, then others. You will be amazed at what God will do with your life. Okay, you know Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, as long as you're together with a group, you're pretty strong, aren't you? But Daniel got separated away from them, and it was just Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And the music played. And as they looked around them, hundreds, maybe thousands of people fell to the ground. Put yourself there right now. And here's three boys standing up like this who had resolved in their mind they would not defile. The God of Israel. Let me tell you something. You know the end of the story. God was faithful to bring them out of a fiery furnace. And let me tell you, there is nothing that you will face. There is no devil that you will face at the Clayton Street Mission that God will not give you the words to say, the prayer to pray. You will meet the need, and you will be successful as long as you've got your hand in God's hand. Do you believe that? Beyond a shadow of a doubt, God will be faithful. But you've got to be willing to step up and step out. You've got to make a decision. I will make a mark with my church and in this community to change the world. Your greatest spiritual growth, talking about rebuilding, comes when you don't know where you are and where you're going. Do you believe that? You're just trusting God. People can say, well, my goodness, what, where are you going? You need to go. I'm just waiting on God to show me. How many know what I'm talking about? He woke me up this morning about 5.30 and said, you're not going to preach that message I gave you. You're going to change to something else. So I was frantically trying to obey God this morning. Let me tell you something. God will change the path that you're on. He will give you a 180 and set your feet on a solid rock so you can be productive for his kingdom. Your deepest rootage will come when someone will ask you why. And you you just say, I don't know. It's just down in my spirit that God is calling me to start a ministry out of the Clayton Street ministry. It just happened. He just dropped it into my spirit. If your faith is more complicated than that, then you've got a man-made faith. I didn't say that to the early service, but I just want to say it to you. If your faith is more complicated than that, you have got a man-made faith. Let me tell you something. God wants you to step out in total dependence on him. When there's not a road there, he said, just take a step. I'll put a road there. When there's not an open door and you say, Lord, it looks like a brick wall to me, he'll say, take a step. You better be taking a step. And you will see the walls of Jericho crumble down in front of you. Please, you better get on my Facebook page and tell me exactly what God is doing with your life as you work to further the kingdom of God through this church and at the Clayton Street Mission. Amen? God doesn't want you to feel him While that's all good, he wants you to trust him. That pleases the Lord. You want to please the Lord? You trust him and you do what he says. So will you have enough faith to step out? I'm curious. Will you have enough faith in a God who will see you through? And will you step out? Will you be men and women who will listen, obey, and trust Here's a proclamation that I wrote out for myself this morning, and I'm going to share it with you. I said, Lord, I'm going to sing when I don't have a song. I'm just going to sing even when I don't have a song and things look really bad in my life. I'm just going to sing a song. Lord, I'm going to clap my hands when I don't even feel like it. That would be you today, sister. Even when you don't feel like it, you praise him for the mighty God that he is, even when you don't feel it, you sing, you clap, you praise. I will walk alongside my brothers and sisters to change Middletown, Ohio, and I will surrender my will to God's will. Are you willing to do that? So where are we going from here? Did all of you get a card this morning when you came in or in the offering? Did you, you got one? You got a card? Listen, I want you to put down on there right now. Ask the Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Listen, he will not say nothing. I, I just want to give you a heads up on that. He will not say nothing. He's looking for laborers in the field. Because the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. He's looking for laborers. So don't be looking for a nothing answer. He's going to tell you something, okay? Now what I want you to do is put down on that card exactly what you're going to commit to. And look down there. I don't think there's any money on there, right, Pastor? No money. Just your time. Just your heart. Just your love. That's all. That's all we're asking. Could you clean up? Could you paint? Well, what is it that you can do? Can you cook a hot meal to serve? Could you maybe wash the sheets so that someone would have a mattress and a pillow at night? What can you do? I'm looking at a room full of women in here. I know we've all got washers and dryers. Amen? There is something that you can do. Men, get out those hammers and those paintbrushes and join arm-in-arm with your pastor and with this pastoral staff. And you change this world and let it begin in Middletown, Ohio. So the next time that I Google them, you are no longer in position two for the highest crime rate in the state of Ohio. But because of the Clayton Street Mission, your statistics are way lower than that. There are less drug addicts, less prostitution, less crimes, because you are sharing the love of Jesus. Could you stand to your feet right now? Before we commit, I want to give everybody... In here or if you need this an opportunity to give your heart to the Lord I want you to proclaim him as Lord and Savior of your life so if there's anyone here that is unsaved today this is the perfect day for you to be saved because then you can join arm-in-arm with this church and carry on a work for Jesus Christ so at this time If there's anyone here that needs to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, I want you to come forward and let the pastor and his staff pray for you right now. Lord, I just pray right now a spirit of conviction. Let the Holy Spirit withdraw those, Lord, who don't know you in a personal way. And that, Lord, they would make a life-changing act, a decision to follow you for the rest of their days. I just pray right now in the name of Jesus that they may have walked in and felt bondage, shame, rejection, Father. But they're walking out of here knowing that they are chosen, they are adopted, and they are accepted in the beloved. I just pray it right now in the name of Jesus, the name that's above all names. And the church said, Now then, as Pastor Gary gets ready to sing for us, I want you to bring your commitment card down front. And if you need to be prayed with over that commitment, I want you to stop at one of these pastoral staff members, and I want you to let them pray with you. But listen, I don't want you to leave here. I better not find one. This is the mother in me. I better not find one card laying there on the bench. I want them all filled out are you ready to commit to the lord are you ready to commit with your church let me see your hand if you're ready to commit and i want you to bring them down and receive the love from your pastoral staff and in this church and i want you to do great and mighty things for middletown ohio amen come down
5: for you lord is what i long to be a dwelling place so you can come and live inside of me you'll never be contained inside these walls of clay we're gonna take you out into the world so they can hear us say praise him praise him praise
3: him I praise, praise him. him. I give you praise. I praise your Praise name. Him. Oh, praise Him.
5: Praise Him. Darkness in your life, just call on Jesus' name. Jesus is the light, he will drive your dark away, when you draw close to him, he'll draw close to you, he'll pick you up, restore your soul, make your life brand new, when you pray. pray.
4: Thank you this morning for those that have filled out the cards if you're still holding one and you want some time to pray about about that you know they'll be we're gonna be running a survey we're gonna be running other cards and we'll be having a booth set up in the lobby you'll have plenty of opportunity to to think about it pray about it ask God what he wants you and your family to do maybe you need to go home and talk to your family but just be be prayerful about what God would have you to do how you would be a part i'm looking for 100 participation in some way whether that's just hold a door sweep a floor paint a wall or work with children work with adults however one of the things about this service that was just so so touching to me and it, the first service it spoke to my heart was i got up early this morning and as i was up and i was You know, it was a day where I wasn't preaching in this service. I'm preaching tonight, but I wasn't preaching in the morning service. And I thought, well, I I can sleep in a little extra. And the Lord was very quick to remind me, no, you're still pastor no matter what. I got up and I was praying. And as I was praying the Lord, I said, Lord, what do we need? What do we need? I had no idea what she was going to be preaching on today. I said, Lord, what do we need? And he said, they need to be purposed in their heart, which is the same prayer and same word that she received in the book of Daniel she used the word resolve they need to be resolved Daniel and the three Hebrew children were purposed in their heart that they would not defile themselves they were purposed that they would serve God faithfully and I that's our challenge today there's a lot of things that'll ask for your attention out there in the world let God be your number one priority can somebody say amen Amen. Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the word that we've heard for the weekend, the ladies conference. We thank you for sister Teresa Norman, who's come to bring your word to us. Lord, we appreciate and honor your calling on her life and how it has touched our lives. We give you the praise. We give you the honor and the glory as we go from this place. Church is not dismissed. Lord, we go leaving the building because we are the church in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Don't forget to go by. She has a table out in the lobby. She didn't say anything about this. She's got a table out there with resources, some books that she has written and been involved in. So please go by and take a look there and and bless her ministry. God bless you.
7: You've been watching the worship service from the Stratford Heights Church of God. On behalf of Pastor Ray, we thank you for spending your time with us. Stratford Heights is always available to hear from you. For more information, visit us online at shcog.com. If you would like to pay your tithes or gifts, you can also do that online as well at shcog.com. This broadcast is made possible for people just like you who come together to worship the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Whenever you're in the southwestern Ohio area, we would love to have you join us for service. Our Sunday service schedule is at 8.30 and 10:40 a.m. and at 6 p.m. Sunday evenings. On Monday, it's Celebrate Recovery. Tuesday, the Oasis Youth Group. Wednesday night, it's the Family Life Night. And Thursday, the Esperanza Hispanic Worship Service. Please join us at the Stratford Heights Church of God in Middletown, Ohio.